welcome to Time Play 3HR, a video game podcast where we play a video game for three hours and then talk about it. Uh, my name is Lockie. My name is Louie, and this week I did not play three hours of Friday Night Funkin'. I probably played about an hour, um, but I did play a lot of Dead Rising. Let's do it. I got three like another arm palm arm oh uh human or mechanical uh mechanical like a, a new mic arm the one i got was quite cheap and they make like ones that are like 80 pounds that look great um but it's hard to spend 80 pounds on something like that oh i was gonna say i thought the one you would have spent would have been 80 pounds for a cheap one no this one's like 20 quid well, if it all you want is one that stays in place, kind of. Um, well, you do well, absolutely. But you, but like they, um, it just doesn't have a very good field of motion. Like that's it's, true. You see those ones that like people just grab and swing around. Yeah, and those those need to be those are built a lot better to be able to do that. Like the one I have, kind of really only just goes along the horizontal. So like it's always a little low. I always feel like I'm sort of scrunched up a little bit into it. Yeah, I'm surprised um, you wouldn't have a good one. Why, because of music? Yeah, I would have thought, like, do you ever record stuff sitting down? Yes, all all of it. Really? I, I love that. I don't stand up to sing, because I'm a Really? <laughs> yeah. I love that, dude. That's so... I think there's... A, there, no, there has been times when, like, all right, this is a bit of a belter. I definitely need to, like give my lungs some space but um sure. if i can if i can get away with it i'll sit <laughs> yeah i would have thought you would have wanted a um mic that you can just kind of bring back with you lean back bring mm-hmm. the mic mm-hmm. yeah i would but um but i've just never got around to dropping a quid yeah fair enough fair enough um welcome welcome to uh Another episode of Time Played 3HR. Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games. For three hours and then talking about it. Um, this week we have a game that we'll, uh, I assume we'll talk to, talk about for a long time. Bum, uh, because it bum, is bum, bum. a uh, it's a game changer of a game. Um, I'm, I'm uh, talking crap about it already, but I... I this was my game that I chose, and I think it's a good game. Um, and it is Friday Night Funkin'. Mm. Uh, Louis, what is Friday Night Funkin'? Friday Night Funkin' is a keyboard rhythm game um, in the style of Dance Dance Revolution. Um, arrow keys fly up on screen, and you press them in accordance to the beat, um, or in this case, the vocal notes whatever um it kind of looks like a flash game from the early 2000s um or uh, although i think that is actually doing a little bit of disservice um Mm. one because uh they mix it up uh towards the end and two because 
uh, it's polished in a way that stuff and stuff on new grounds in the early 2000s was not. Um, and obviously it was not done in flash because flash is dead. So, <laughs> so um, it's, um, of course. that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's that crazy. Flash is actually dead. Yeah. No more crazy. updates from Adobe saying your flash player is out of date. Yeah. Thank God for that. I mean, it's, it's not <laughs> no. good because like in terms of like game preservation, that is a lot sure. of stuff that's just been completely wiped off the, face of the earth but um, so does that mean that it's literally unplayable that stuff um i don't know i don't know if it's just it's not supported anymore in terms of going forward or if your browser just not, does not support flash anymore i actually don't know the ins and outs of that i mean modern game preservation is crazy just because everything it's so hard to preserve anything these days other than a triple a well even that doesn't like game on disc the stuff that I mean, it's, yeah, we, I mean, we were just, um, Sony only just announced a few weeks, months ago that they were removing the PS3 store, right? So, like, they actually backed Which, which they've, I don't know you, they've, yeah, they've undone that, yeah. Which is great. Um, uh, but, like, yeah, like, it doesn't really matter how much money you spent on that game. If, if the, the company that published it doesn't give a shit about it, then it's in trouble eventually. Mm. Um, um, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about, um... Friday Night Funkin'. Yeah, so it's, so it's a it's a rhythm game. Um, uh, I don't know exactly. It seems like the... Um... <laughs> uh, quick, quick side note. Do you think that in like 50 years, uh, there'll be some people writing like dissertations on um, old games, uh, but these games have become unfindable and unplayable so they'll end up watching like playthroughs on youtube mm. on like ancient ancient youtube archives of like some random <laughs> like 12 year old streamer yeah i think so uh, playing uh some random game that's impossible to find i mean i think people i pe- i guess people already kind of do that now and that like the reason they put this stuff up on youtube is a way of preserving it like Stuff from like the eighties stuff. <laughs> maybe maybe some people. <laughs> some people, but like there's there's a lot of games that like um, uh, like especially like in the UK there was a lot of like garage developers in like the eighties and stuff, and okay. and those games are like they sold like you know I don't know a couple hundred copies and and that stuff is that stuff is mostly gone. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, and I mean those people people who find those games I'm sure are putting them up to preserve them in that way. Yeah. But you know, like the current biggest streamer. <laughs> well, I mean like something like I'm playing Among Us to preserve history. <laughs> well, sure. But something like PT, you know, that's basically For sure. That's ba- that game is basically gone. Um unless you buy a PlayStation 3 with it already installed. There's no other way yeah, to play that. Yeah, I wonder that. how much they go for. Yeah, I don't know. I have a PS4 PlayStation version. with PT on it. Yeah, I don't. Um, PS4. I, I played PT and I downloaded P- it, but I was an idiot. P- and Well, I wasn't an idiot. I was a reasonable consumer and I removed it to save space. <laughs> it's entirely not my fault. Um, <laughs> it, it currently doesn't seem to make much of a difference in price. <laughs> There's probably quite a few with it on. <laughs> Man, but that is a crazy, that's a crazy thing. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, Friday Night Funkin'. Yeah, the other thing I was going to say about it um, before we kicked off into the larger discussion was the... I was curious if you knew much about its, like, development because it seems like it's being updated over time. Um, it, it, I don't know. 
Um, but I saw the chapter seven, mm. uh, which so it's a game that um, uh, has I think six or seven chapters, um, and that doesn't mean much. It basically just means sort of slight different styles occasionally uh, visually, as well as the different songs that are picked. Um, yeah, seven levels. Yeah. Uh, and currently, level seven was exclusively available on Newgrounds. Oh, I didn't do that. Should I have done that? No, because, I mean, I think you had to find it. You know, the page I linked to you um, didn't have that. I then looked down. Yeah, it was on Itch.io. And then I looked down and it said, Chapter 7, available exclusively on Newgrounds. It was really hard, Chapter 7. Is it? Is um, it? Um, well, we'll talk about it in a sec, I guess. Um, yeah, sure. sure. So that's that's... So, yeah, it seems like... Uh, from a from that perspective, I, I kind of like it as like this. Um, it's free or pay what you want um, on itch.io. Um, and uh, I like that idea of just, who knows, I have no idea how long they take to like put these out. I'm sure quite a while. Um, um, but I like the idea of like, here's, here's another quote episode and it's like um, chapter or whatever. And, and it's a slightly different style and a different song and um, something kind of like satisfying about like someone however big the team is, just kind of slowly working on this stuff and slowly building a, a large selection of songs and, and levels to play. Yeah, it, it's a cool game. Like, this game, it, like, doesn't have to be anything more than what it is, you know? Yeah. And it really, um, you get that from playing it. Uh, so I think that idea of, hey, I mean, not that we know how often they put out content, um, but, you know, if it was, like, once a year there's a new thing, that would be great. Mm. Um, how did you come, how did you back come to across it? it? I saw someone playing it on YouTube. Um, and so I saw someone playing it with a Guitar Hero guitar. Mm. Uh, okay. And I was flicking through the content. And <laughs> I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, but as I was flicking through, it seemed to me like it was a much deeper and more substantial game with like story Mm. Um, and I also just liked the look of it visually and the sound of the tracks. Um, so I thought, well, I'll suggest this and we'll see how it is. Yep. Um, and I don't think it was what I expected, but it, it doesn't matter. It's still a cool game. Um, yeah, it is a cool game. I liked it. I, um, it's, you can pick for each level, you can pick difficulty options, easy, normal or hard. Um, and uh, I was surprised how difficult I found it. Um, mm. um, especially, I think, actually, weirdly, it was the second track that I found mm-hmm. the hardest. Mm. And then, sure. and then I, so, like, I bumped, I was like, I'm finding this, I'm dying on the second track. I'm going to just bump it down to easy, um, which was absolutely completely doable. Um, and then I, like, bumped it back up to normal for the other ones. And I found, I got through the other ones relatively straightforward um but there's mm. something about the second one and overall i think the challenge i had was um the damn up arrow well yeah i think it made me think a lot about like the way my brain might work compared to how other people's brains work and and kind of because this game is so like stripped back in terms of mechanics of what a game is like it's literally just um effectively it's just lots and lots of quick time events in a, in a sequence like that's what a rhythm game is um, because it's so stripped back, it, it gives you kind of the opportunity to like acknowledge 
the way your brain works versus someone else. So like for anyone that doesn't know how DDR looks or, or runs, it's literally just along the top of the screen, you have arrows um, and then you have arrows floating up towards them and you press them when they hit. Um, the, the, the challenge for my brain, uh, and Lockie, I'm curious if you have the same challenge, is along the screen, the arrows are positioned left, up, down, right in a, in a linear, straightforward sentence like sequence. Um, but on your keyboard, it's the arrow keys. So the up and the down uh, are above and below each other. And my brain w is much more conditioned to not think about the icons and be like, okay, that's up. Okay, that's down. My brain is, oh, that's second from the right finger. That's third from the right finger. That's fourth from the... You know what I mean? Like that... Like 100%. Man. It's, it is uh, insane how difficult it is to sort of depair the idea that it's like a one, two, three, four system from left to right. Yeah. And rather a one uh, joint two and three and four system. Yeah. Um, I hope that I hope that makes sense to people that <laughs> it probably doesn't. Um, it, it, it's, it's, I think it will do. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, they, all the arrows go up at the same time and, uh, you have to hit that. I think it, it also comes with the idea that with a rhythm game, you have to hit that note when it hits like the line. Mm -hmm. um, and you sort of have that line in your head of yeah. when they get to that line, they have to, you have to hit that button. But it's confusing when, say, if a up and a down hit it at the same time, the up is above the line, if you know what I mean, because you kind of have the left down right mm. keys in a row with the up above um yeah like i think yeah. yeah it's just like my my brain works so much more on the physical placement of my fingers um i think about that when i play piano or guitar or whatever like it's so much more about muscle memory in that sense um than it is about identifying the icon my brain then going, okay, that's the icon, which means I have to press this icon on my keyboard. And I'm sure there are people's brains that work that way, where and therefore this game is way I, easier. I can't imagine there are, man. I really think we are in the vast, vast, vast majority Yeah. Um, for this sort of thing, especially when historically all other rhythm games that we've played, so things like Guitar Hero, like Tap Tap, uh, all are the set way that we are used to. So, like, all of our experience um, leads into playing it in that sort of flat line um, that I think, like, this is very much a learnt thing. Well, but, but like, a you skill. say that, but, like, it's a, it's actually, this is the same as how DDR works, which is with your... Sure, but, but I think, I imagine DDR would be the exact same. And that's... Like, and, I think yeah. if I stood on that platform... Uh, it's the sort of thing where I've always imagined, like, I'd probably be okay at that. But after playing this, I think I would probably be <laughs> a lot worse than I thought I would be. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure, like, it's the exact same for people when they first play DDR, I, I'd imagine. I, I, playing this, I was just thinking, like, because I know you can get keyboards, um, like, more compressed keyboards, like, um, uh, like what, 40%, 50% size keyboards where the arrow keys are in a line. Um, oh my god and uh god i was just like is there any way i can do that because <laughs> i know i would be like t i could probably play this on hard if i could just get the keys in that line um, well you could rebind them 
Um, oh, really? Could, I looked. You I could, couldn't find you, the in options. options. Oh, right. I think it's just on the front page. Oh, okay. Um, well, maybe I'll try that because I'll, then I could rebind them like, to any key. So I, I was well, thinking about rebinding it and then just two and two fingering. Mm. Uh, because it still comes to that problem of you have four fingers to press. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't trust all of my fingers equally. Um, <laughs> I think my, obviously, my front three are fairly adept, and then my pinky is, would maybe let down the squad. Um, so I wasn't sure whether I'd go for four fingers on one hand or two and two. I think I'd do two and two. Uh, but at that point, I had started adjusting to the up-down stuff. I mean... Obviously, I felt myself getting a lot better at this game as time went on. Sure. Um, which is always a nice thing. And I, I guess it also made me wonder, like, is that an intentional part of the challenge? Like, when they design that, when they pick that control scheme, um, is it is it intentional that, like, I have to learn is part of the skill learning the difference between the my where my physical fingers are and what's coming up on screen, or is that like an oversight? Because you could, if you wanted to, no, I think it is. You could, if you I wanted th- to, th- make it all come from like the center and have like an up, down, left, and right sort of surrounding it, and that would be a lot mm-hmm. more closer to what your fingers are. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, and games do do that. I think like rhythm games are just their own beast. Mm. You know, I feel like. People who play rhythm games are good at rhythm games. If you don't play rhythm games, they're probably very hard. Yeah. Um, so I feel like... Because, you know... I feel like people who are playing this are probably like rhythm games. Um, and it kind of makes sense that a normal difficulty would be kind of hard to people like us who mm. don't. Um, I mean, at least that's kind of what I was thinking as I was playing through it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was getting to the point where I could tackle normal, but I was just thinking, <laughs> there's there's no way. <laughs> the jump to normal to expert, like, I just, I don't have a chance. Track seven, too hard. Oh, really? Too hard, yeah. I uh, I got through all of one to six, um, but couldn't do seven on normal. Um, I do kind of wish there was a little bit more, like, feedback on how well I was doing um I feel like you when the sort of the icons connect they kind of just they just despawn and like I don't know I could have done with like a bit more like that she there's a character behind you who likes sort of very in very small basically hard to read letters says like great okay good um but sometimes she's actually almost entirely off screen and I, I don't know I just I think in terms of like getting better at the game, I felt like I could have done with just a little bit more visual feedback of like that was bang on the time that was slightly off that was that was really off um, uh, that kind of thing um, I think would have maybe improved my just general enjoyment of it. Mm. Yeah, very rhythm gamey thing. Yeah, doesn't it just feel weird to play a game with one hand? Yes. It's a very strange feeling to just be like, I, my, my left hand's just loose. <laughs> just hanging out over here, I guess. I could be it, drinking water or something. Especially when it's like getting intense and you're just sort of furiously wiggling yeah. like three or four <laughs> fingers around as fast as you can. Yeah. Um, it was very unnatural. And then it's, you, you do it for like five minutes and you sort of lift up your hand and look at it and go, oh my God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> this hand's exhausted. <laughs> My left hand, I I did try swapping at one point to WASD because my right hand was getting a little tired. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, I know what you mean. That is quite funny. Yeah. I think we should talk about uh, how this game uh, like looks visually mm. and kind of the plot point of it is that um, you are basically like this small kid. You've got some big trainers on, like a backwards cap, blue hair. Uh, he has the eyes from those skateboarding thumbs I used to collect. Yeah, dude, do you remember? You know what else it really reminded me of is, do you remember those magnetic skateboard figures? That's what I'm talking about. The skateboarding oh, thumbs. So, <laughs> were they thumbs? Yeah, they were thumbs. Oh, I never had any of the thumb ones. Thumb ones? Thumb ones. I had like a water droplet one. The tech decks, I believe. Um, no, tech decks were... Um... Tech deck dudes. That's literally oh, it. Tech deck dudes. Look, I, he has exactly the same <laughs> eyes. I will send you this picture right now. Uh, yeah, they literally reminded me of tech deck dudes yeah. as well. The main character has these eyes. There you go. It's in, it's in general. Uh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> that looks like him. That's him. Oh, that's so funny that we both thought about tech tech dudes. <laughs> yeah, so if you're curious what this character looks like and you know what tech tech dudes are, bang on. Um, mm-hmm. Big it, shoes, about two foot tall. The shoes go up to like a third of his body. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's it's from the same time period of like Flash games, so it all makes sense. Um, by the way, this game is, so yeah, this funny. game, you said this game is on Newgrounds. I didn't know Newgrounds is still a thing. Um, uh, Newgrounds was never like a place I hung out. Um, no, me neither. But obviously, I know what it is, and it, it's it's like relevance. Um, so I'm surp- I didn't know it was still going. I mean, you have to really respect anyone that puts stuff out on there just for kicks. Do they sell you know? stuff on there, or like, is it all completely free? I have no idea. I'm on it now. Um. So anyway, you're this kind of. Two foot tall, blue haired kid with this big cap, uh, and you have sort of like a girlfriend figure who sort of always sits behind you on a big pair of speakers, and you're in front of um, there'll be like a different background each level, uh, then a big pair of speakers, and then you and a opponent who are having a sort of I don't know rap battle with, um, and the screen is split into two. Um, in terms of two rows of scrolling arrows to click, and your opponent's um, notes will come up, and they'll hit their notes, and then you'll sort of respond with your own notes. Mm. Um, and it's yeah, it's got like cool. a call cool and response thing, which is quite a nice. Um, that's a little unusual, and it feels quite good. It feels like a sort of a rap battle. Yeah, and it, they they do a good job of it. Um, it's also like very useful for learning the tracks because often you will just mirror what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can sort of hear the rhythm in your head and that will sort of like make sure your fingers know the beat before just trying to translate it from on screen yeah. to actual rhythm. Mm. And it's cool. Um, each level you face a different opponent in your rap battle. Um, the songs sound pretty good. Uh, every note is sort of translated into a beep and a boop. Um, and I, I love the idea of being like a kid traveling the world, facing different opponents in rap battles. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a nice um, concept mm-hmm. for something to do and something that can like be explored pretty interestingly with lots of different opponents and different locations. 
Yeah, and then, and then like as time goes on, and I guess as they've added more stuff, they've sort of experimented more with like um, the like I don't know um, stylistic elements. So like some wacky stuff happens, or it's in a different art style slightly, or um, mm. that sort of thing, which is nice. It's nice to see um, that variation. Yeah, it works perfectly as well for the sort of thing where you know the character is supposedly traveling around the world. Um, going to different locations, coming up against different opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, like, nice thematically. Uh, I wish there was, like, more dramatic change in all the stuff because mm. um, that stuff's some of the most interesting stuff. And um, I would have loved this game to have just a little bit of story. Yeah, I think... So, like, I don't... It says in the description on the page that you're... Um, like I all 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 I read was like you're a boy with a girlfriend who um who's like I don't know having a battle with her dad um oh is that her parents um the first guy I assume the first guy is your dad but that's all it says it says that in the description um and then throughout the game you have a bunch of other characters you rap battle so I, I it feels like I wish a that bit was in the game and B, that there was some kind of thread taking them through. But you never know, maybe that's something they want to add later on once they've got everything laid out. Yeah, they, they kind of do in Chapter 7, actually. Um, oh, yeah. In in the fact that uh, there is, like, some pretext. Yeah, The characters some, talk some, for a little bit before... There's some dialogue uh, in 6, right? Um, yeah, there's, there's some dialogue in 6 and some more in 7. Uh, and I think that stuff is nice to sort of give you a bit of context to why you're there. Especially in this quote-unquote story mode yeah the story mode is is in all but yeah name story mode um it's just a you could don't even have to play it in a linear sequence it's kind of actually just an arcade mode (laughs) yeah pretty much um other than that (laughs) i couldn't see the purple arrows half the time did you find that the no the left arrow is purple Mm. and i think because it goes over your character who's wearing like red and blue i found i sometimes like would totally miss it until it was oh that's straight up at the bar yeah maybe you have some like minor color blindness maybe i don't think i've I, never like I think failed I those tests but there's so many different um, versions there right like yeah true true it's possible um i think or it also might have just been that I was so focused on the ones that I could see more clearly. Um, and, you know, this wasn't the case when it was like, beep, boo, sure. But when it's like, beep, boo, 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 Yeah. Um, I definitely would miss them until, like, they were already there. Mm. So I wonder, maybe. Yeah, I, I like the the music's fun. Um, obviously, some tracks I enjoy more than others, but they're all, they're all of, like, they're all like a nice beat and I like the as you said, like the the synthesized sort of vocaloid sounds of the characters. Um they sound good and they have like strong they have like a good amount of personality behind them. Um one character actually sings, which is pretty cool. Um like it has words, which is a nice change. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Yeah, that, that that was cool. I felt like I was in like Nightmare Before Christmas, that that bit. Yeah. It, it's a cool game. It's um it does what it needs to. Um, 
It's got cool art. It sounds good. It's basic. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth a play if you're bored and like rhythm games. Um, it's also probably worth noting that um, this game does not take three hours <laughs> to get mm-hmm. through. Uh, so. Took me like an hour, though. Yeah, I think I was a little, a little under an hour. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's Friday Night Funkin'. Uh, we planned ahead. Well, we decided we would also probably talk about something else because we assumed that maybe, maybe, maybe Friday Night Funkin' might... <laughs> We're half an hour in. <laughs> We're half an hour in, but we Back in the day, we'd wrap it up there for yeah, a game. Yeah, this like would be done. The Last um, of Us. <laughs> for, yeah, Last of Us. <laughs> That's true. Friday Night Funkin' is about as interesting as The Last of Us um, uh, in terms of our time scope, but, you know... We're, we're usually at what? What are we at now? Like 40, 50 minutes on average, somewhere in there? Yeah, we normally do 40, 45. Um, so we should probably. I mean, yeah, we, there are other video stretch games. Um, uh, what do you want to talk about? We, we, um, we finished. I, uh, well. Yeah, let's talk about Dead Rising. Yeah, we technically finished Dead Rising um, on stream. That's all on twitch.tv forward slash timeplay3hr if you want to check out. Um, uh, that, um, and I had a really good time. That was such a, um, what a wild video game that is. It's crazy. I think, like, we... Honestly, it's so crazy. We... I couldn't get um, over it. We, um, uh, we had a lot, like, it was fun, it was a fun game to play for three hours, uh, and do for the podcast, and even then, like, we were like, what the fuck is going on with this game? We, I think, listening back to that episode, we clearly both, uh, were having a good time, but, like, um... Playing more of it, uh, that game really just keeps on being uh, strange and like hard to pass. And unreal. Even after finishing it, in fact, more so, I think we were even more confused as to like the intentions behind its choices. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so I I was talking to my mother um, after we had finished it. Um, and I was like, I, I've just, I, I can't get over how weird this game was that I just played. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet like, she was fascinated. <laughs> and I was because I, I just actually couldn't get over how weird it was and was actually impacted by the ending of this game. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of explaining some of it. She's like, okay. And I was like, it's just unreal. <laughs> <laughs> It's. I think it's unreal in in the. Um, I think what makes it unreal is the. The way that it it makes a decision to not give you any information as to how to achieve, anything positive, um, and how much potential there is for things to go wrong, um, without you realizing that things have gone wrong. Yeah, and and um, games are. I think games are often always really really afraid of doing that because the player would feel like that's unfair. Like you didn't tell me that um, by doing this, I would get the bad ending. Like it makes me think of like Mm. um, the dishonored games. Like every time you finish a mission, it tells you how many people you killed and whether or not that was good or bad. Um, Mm -hmm. Which basically because you know that depending on how many people you murder, you'll get one of two endings, um, the good or the bad ending. And like games in general are like, we've got to, we've got to make sure the player knows like what kind of, damage they're doing to their well, well, it's, universe yeah, it's harsh it's harsh to it is harsh. commit 30 well not 30 hours in this case but commit like 
12 hours of their time and then just feel unrewarded or feel like they've been ripped off for apparently no reason. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, you probably can't do it all the time, but Dead Rising, I think, gets away with it. Um, the fact that like we finished it that game. It does now. It does now that we're playing it 10 years later, 13 yeah, years later. But, but like the fact that like we finished that game with most people dead, other people just seemingly vanished and had only left a note. <laughs> um, we died, even though we thought we did everything right. Um, like we completely screwed it up. And I really we found we found out that characters could survive who seemingly had no way of surviving. That died in like cutscenes and like yeah, like, like halfway through the game. Um, before the story had really developed. Yeah, and uh, it's... it's, And the game at no point really alludes to the idea that your choices have any impact. Um, <laughs> no. At, at all. Like, but I feel like most games, like, you get, you see it all the time. Like, you boot up a game and then, like, a piece of text comes up and it says, your choices will have impact on the story. And I personally, like, I hate that. <laughs> it feels lame as hell. Like, I understand why it's there. Um... But God, it's it's like when I tell people to use headphones to listen to my music. Like, fuck off. Like, I'll I'll enjoy this how I like. <laughs> like, stop doing that. Um, um, and uh, yeah, that never really feels good. So I really respect that they just were like, nah, we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna make a game that's about killing zombies, but it's also gonna be about um, uh, letting everyone down. <laughs> yeah, and I think to their credit, I think they do hint at a lot of that stuff mm. um, because. Throughout the whole game, you are letting people die. Yeah. Uh, so I think you are at least slightly aware that there are consequences because right from the get-go, even in the very first opening, like, 10 minutes of the game, when people start dying um, in-game, it appears on your screen, mm -hmm. Tony Robinson is dead. Um, and throughout the entire game, you have the option to save a bunch of people located around this shopping mall. Yeah. Um, and if you fail, it says, Simone Smith is dead. Yeah. Um, so I think at least you're aware. But in terms of, like, the big story characters, man, I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, I like, most of the main story characters died at random points. And I can only really explain their deaths and how I might have avoided them. Maybe one of them. Like, Brad, I think I know how I would save Brad. Oh, and Isabella. I know how I would save Isabella now. But, um... Did, yeah. you, did you look it up, or...? No, no, just from because thinking back. Like, um... Just go and find her? Like, yeah, so is it... So, like, probably don't need to go into <laughs> oh, yeah, too much so detail. <laughs> so, um, what happens is, um... You, you, whatever, you stop the bad guy... And you leave Isabella, who, who might be the bad guy, might not be the bad guy. Yeah. I I still don't know. I mean, he's who the bad is guy. technically the bad guy? Um, is he? Yeah, I think so. Because you def you like defuse whatever the hell you're doing on that laptop. So so he is like a terrorist. Yes. Um, and therefore a bad guy, but he's not the one that like caused the zombie outbreak. Um. Well. Anyway, let's maybe we should. <laughs> it's kind of boring that stuff, but like. So anyway, yeah. you um you foil his plans uh, with Isabella, um and then you leave her in like a a, a room and you go back. You just go hang out. I think you just kind of go back to the security room, which is your main base operations, and 
Um, and then suddenly, when you get back, this is our playthrough. This isn't obviously how it always ends. But when we got back, there was a note from Otis who was like, oh, we took off. <laughs> we took we took all the people you had saved. We had a helicopter. I <laughs> Where you got the helicopter from, why we've been in this mall this whole time, I don't know. But I assumed it was the army. But I mean... You can hear how we're talking about this game. Like, we are just clueless. Um, and so they're all gone. Everyone you saved is gone. Uh, and then also Jessie is a zombie, which is the the woman that's your friend. Um, she's suddenly a zombie. You don't know why. You don't... I don't... No. You, you technically even have to kill her, but um, I, I shot her. Um, and, um, and then... But, I mean, we shot her because we didn't realize why she changed. And we sort of hoped it would progress story. Yeah, but now she's just... You know. Dead zombie now. Um, and then, like, some sw- army SWAT team just appears, and they're, like, brutally hard, and they kill you really quickly. Uh, and it's kind of like... So then, basically, you have this opportunity. Obviously, thinking back, it's like, okay, so I should go get Isabella and bring her back to the helipad, because after 72 hours, Frank gets picked up by a helicopter. Um, um, so I should go save her. Um for for us, we were like, well, they don't come into the security room. We had completely forgotten about Isabella. Like, she was out of my mind. Like, mm, we too. completed her story mission. The game hadn't said anything about going to see her. I was like, okay, I know the helicopter's coming in. Check watch, 12 hours. Um, I'll just, I will just wait. And, and bear in mind, not only had we finished off her story mission, um, but see, there's slight spoilers for, I guess, one of a ending um but like you said jesse had turned we didn't know why everyone was missing and then all of a sudden a big swat team appears yeah uh the last thing we were thinking about was poor <laughs> isabella the last thing yeah especially because the game had always always been like there's a person over here go save them or it'd been a main story so like in my mind isabella was not something to worry about like the game had decided that wasn't relevant to the plot anymore um, and also, we were just left in a state of utter confusion because imagine playing a long game and having one of the main characters suddenly turn into a zombie and not knowing why. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, we were just confused. Um, yeah. And suddenly there was an army. I think we had thought that we had gotten one of the endings where all we could do was yes. be killed by the we army. We thought the game had ended several times because... I think once once Otis had gone with everyone and the army showed up, it was like, oh, I guess we're just here forever. Like, maybe we yeah. missed the helicopter, everyone's dead, and now we're just stuck in a mall with a bunch of army guys that are indiscriminately killing everyone from humans to zombies. Um, and Until we can sort of, you know, we can try and hold out for as long as we can, but ultimately the game will end. We'll die and credits. then credits will roll. Um, and so then I was like, all right, let's just go kill some um, army guys. Um Got a few army guys, and eventually they they took me down. Game fades to black, then it fades up, and you're in your underpants, and um, the game is not over, and you're like, you're captured, and tied up in the back of a truck. Yeah, and then you army have to do this truck? really like, doofy um, sort of struggle out of your um, ties mini game uh, while they're not looking thing, and. Uh, and then, and then you have, we had like, yeah, we had like 12 hours left once we'd done that. And well, well, we had 12 hours left and then you got caught twice trying to break free from this, um, 
from your bindings. And, oh yeah, and it was like seven hours left. <laughs> yeah, uh, because Every time they you caught got you. Caught, they like beat you up again, and it would move the timer forward. Um, and then we f- broke free successfully the third time. By which point, uh, there were only uh, four hours left <laughs> of in-game time. So thankfully, we had skipped eight hours. Uh, and then we managed to make it back to uh, the safe base. And we're like, well, now we have four hours to kill before, in theory, this helicopter comes. Yep. Um, and we weren't going back in because it was full of army dudes with guns um, and who would just kill us. So we're like, well, I guess we just wait four hours for the helicopter to come and save us. Yeah, so we went up to the place where the, the helicopters land, the helipad, and we stood looking directly at the helipad Um looked at our watch, and then played some Friday Night Funkin' for, <laughs> for a couple <laughs> yeah. hours. Um, uh, and then cutscene plays, and this, is, and this is the bit that was absolutely completely confounding, was um, the guy that flies the helicopter is on, like, a roof opposite the helipad looking through binoculars. <laughs> Why? And he's like, oh, he's not there, and then he gets eaten by a zombie. <laughs> and uh, that isn't even... What I, what I heard him say was something along the lines of, or what I got from the cutscene was something along the lines of, oh, man, I'm not going there. Look at that. Is that what he said? I thought it was that he just literally couldn't see Frank. <sighs> the message I got was, like, him saying, I don't know about this one. And then a zombie eats him. We'll have to watch it again. Honestly, yeah. we're not done playing this game. <sighs> um, um, At least I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I don't think I am, but also, like, I am aware that we, I think we have to look things up if we want things to go well. Like, there are some things we can avoid. Like, I think I can save Brad, and maybe if I pay more attention, I can understand what happened to Jesse. And with maybe higher level, I could go get Isabella through all those guards. But, and also, I looked up why, specifically why um, we did not get picked up by the helicopter. And this, I think, is some bullshit. <laughs> is, is we were in the area, we were in the, technically, the room... Um, where the helicopter would pick us up, but you have to be standing on the helipad itself, and I was standing directly adjacent to it, and that's some yeah. BS. Um, it's funny. Um, it's funny as well. I was like, maybe we should stand on the helipad. And I was like, nah. And, you, <laughs> and you're like, I don't trust this game to not kill me with a helicopter coming down from the sky. <laughs> so I stood directly next to it, literally by the steps to the helipad. Um, and that was the reason, I think. That's what... Someone said on the internet, who knows if that's true. Um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of BS. But So I do want to play it again, but also it's, it's, not not like, it's, not like, it's not like playing through it is going to be that much faster. Um, I'm a much higher level, so guys will go down a lot quicker. And um, I think as well, once you get the third level run speed, the game would be even more playable. Oh, that's true. Um, I think that would make a big difference because the difference between level one speed and level two speed, basically as you level up, you get stronger and run faster. Um, and there's three speed settings. And the difference from one to two was huge because it basically meant zombies couldn't catch you just running past them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine level three, you're like Sonic mode, full pace down the middle. I think the thing that's still a really big unknown for me is why Otis took off with a helicopter without me. 
That's what I don't so, understand. So again, I was on the appearance that maybe those guys were saved by the army. But then why were they saving some people when... I mean, I also wasn't paying full attention. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't even know if that's avoidable. Like, maybe that's one, of, that's one of the most stressful things about when a game doesn't tell you all of its stuff is how much of this can I actually affect and how much of this is just narrative linear storytelling. But yeah. the Otis thing felt so out of the blue and, like... The whole idea was that I was saving these the people thing, so they could man. get on the helicopter with me. Um, although there's definitely not enough space. Um, but that's, whatever, that's just a whole, um, yeah, bizarre. I do want to play bizarre. it again. Yeah, we'll play some more. Um, check it out on Twitch if you're interested. You yeah, I would recommend even if, um, you don't really even need to watch the whole thing. I would just watch the, <laughs> the last one we did. I think it's like part five yeah. or six. Just because it just really falls apart. <laughs> I think it's a good watch. Yeah. I mean, you got to love a game where you're literally reduced to just standing still for like an hour. Only because we didn't know time. we were supposed to save Isabella, though. Like, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, just stand there in your pants. <laughs> Even still, though, it would have been really hard to save Isabella through all those guards. Yeah, super hard. Really difficult. Super duper hard. All right. Um, should we call it there? Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, thank you all for listening. Yes. Um, this has been Time Play 3HR. Uh, if you want to listen to more episodes, you can. Where are they, Louis? Um, they are on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh all the all of them all of them um oh i wanted to give a little shout out to myself i um uh i put up a little mini audio <laughs> essay um in the week um about the sound of skate the video game 2007 skateboarding video game um uh i would recommend it uh i think it's quite nice um uh that should be just in your feed it should be just below this episode if you're listening um but yeah go check it out that's my yeah, shout out. Yeah, dude, it's good. Um, we also have a Twitter and an Instagram, and we are on Twitch occasionally now. Yeah. Um, so feel free to check those out. Give us a follow if you would like to. Um, thanks for listening. These go up every Monday. Catch you later. Au revoir. Au revoir. Oh, wait, what am I playing next week? Oh. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh <laughs> Uh, I didn't forget about it. I know what game you're playing. Um, okay. Uh, it, Lucky, what game are you playing next week? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, do you want clues? I don't think you know it. Um, uh, sure. Uh, but you could guess it. You could guess it. Because you okay. know the name. Um, mm. uh, it is based on a novel that we studied in drama i didn't study in drama yes because this wasn't in gcse drama this would have been in year nine drama probably year nine drama so it's was it a play or a novel it's a novel that i guess got adapted into a play it's it's been a play a lot people have done the play a lot 
we would have read it as a play. We would have read it as a play. So I assume this isn't the Animal Farm game. Nope. That you've I've heard you talk about mm-hmm. a couple of times. Okay. So I'm just okay, good. Let me get that out of the way. So now I'm thinking about year nine drama. But Animal Farm. No, year nine no. Year nine was um that was GCSEs. This is like year eight, dude. Uh maybe maybe you never studied it then. I don't think I I didn't do GCSE drama. No, I know, but I just feel like ev- well, I feel like everyone studied this book. <laughs> it's a, like a school book. It's a book you do at school. Maybe you didn't do it. That was converted into a play. Lots Give of, me a lots clue of, on the book. Lots of novellas are plays. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's. Um, you want? What you what? What was the question? Sorry. Uh, give me a clue on the book. Um, uh, it's a. Uh, Bearing in mind, I don't read. <laughs> My knowledge of uh, literature is pants. It's well, like uh, it's about a bug. <laughs> ah, it's about a bug. Um. A Bug's Life. Ah, yes. The classic. Uh, <laughs> bug's Life. Uh, the famous author, John Lasseter's A Bug Life. A Bug Life. Um, um, uh, uh, it's a bug. It's about a bug. It's about a man. It's about a bug. Tell me. Uh, Metamorphosis. Um, uh, I remember you doing that. That was GCSE drama. Sure. I remember people we, doing but we wouldn't have done it in year drama. eight. That's probably a little bit too early for Metamorphosis. Yeah. Um, Metamorphosis is a well. The Metamorphosis is the book, but we're going to play the game Metamorphosis. Oof. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Uh, Franz Kafka did not develop the game Metamorphosis. I don't know who the okay. developers of this were. Anyway, we'll tell you next week. Um, cool. Uh, we already did the outro, so that that counts. Bye. See ya.